This is not but for real. Not but for real. What's up, everybody? I'm Dave. And welcome to your new favorite podcast. At some point, we're not going to be new no more, but whatever. If you are, if this is your first time here, welcome to Nah But Faux Real. Faux Real. Your new favorite podcast uh, where we talk about everything and sometimes nothing at the same time. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we will go in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to all our supporters. Uh, thank you to the Patreon. Um, Thank you for sticking beside us, okay? Yeah. For our little month and a half break we had. Because we told y'all, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> we ain't going We're nowhere. We're not going anywhere. Lots more to talk about. But here's my only thing right now, because I am a perfectionist. There is one camera that is kind of off. Oh, my God. So bear with me right now. <laughs> talk to Nails. Nobody probably would have noticed. How was your week? Tell them about your week while I fix this. How was my week? Um, What did I do? Today, Saturday? Um... It was good. It was productive. I made some money. That's all I'm kind of worried about right now is making sure I'm, I keep some money in my pocket, like more than what I need. So I've been like obsessed with that. And that's really all I've been working on for real is getting money. So it's been great. I had a good money week today. Good. So, Does that sentence even make sense? I had a good money week today. Yes. Had a good I, money week people know what today. I mean. Y'all know what I, I was, mean. I'm just saying. <laughs> How you was your know. week? My week was great, busy you as usual. You fixed that camera really fast, by the way. <laughs> What'd you say? You fixed that camera pretty fast, by the way. Because I know what I'm doing. And pretty um, smooth. <laughs> Had a whole conversation with me. <laughs> thank you. No, uh, my week was great. Uh, very productive. Got a lot done. Been coming to the studio every day. I know, that's right. Which is what I've been wanting to do. So, also because... This thing costs, so I'm about to put it. <laughs> you gonna look to get your money worth. All the use, <laughs> okay? All right. But listen, welcome, 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 welcome. Like I said, Episode thank seven. you. Shout out to the Patreon, to the real ones. That's our family who Absolutely. gets all early access to all our stuff. Yes. So it's only five dollars a month. So make sure you join. Join the Patreon, okay? Please okay. and thank you. All right. So our first segment. Why you always introduce it like that? I don't know. <laughs> Our first segment of the day. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's for people that's uh, new. They probably don't know what we okay. do. Okay. So we okay. do this. I feel you. Our first segment is called what, Nils? Let's get personal. Let's get personal. Gotta get personal. You know we transparent on here. So let's go. What's the question? You make that face every what? time you read I do call. because it just be like, what? What was the last lie you told? What was the reason? Whew. Dang, why I got to go first? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What was the, what last, was the last lie I told? I know one for you. What? Yeah. That <laughs> was the last lie. I, you know, I could have lied yesterday. <laughs> it probably was yesterday. Anything, anytime Nels is like, I'm going to be on time, lie. Yeah. That's, that, you lie. just took mine. I might as well not even answer. Lie. That's probably my nope. last lie this morning. A, probably. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be there you, <laughs> No, no, you didn't say you would be here at nine. You said, well, let's just do nine, which I knew meant <laughs> we'll start at hey, 9, 15, 9, 30. I know one. What's up? That's progress. Like, come on now. We, you got here at 9.02. I parked at 9.01. I walked. You know what I'm saying? That might have been 9.02 when I got to the See, door. That's where we differ. But I parked at 9.01. 
What did, at the address. What did he say? The navigation said, I arrived. What did he say on uh, Drumline? You're you're on, all that early. Uh, listen, I, <laughs> you're I, on time if you're early. Pass. You're late I if you're on time. I had to tote bag. You did. I'll save the excuses. Because we had a long day today. We got content. But I don't shoot. have to answer this question because you took it because I'm pretty sure, yeah, that, that was my last That's line. probably it. That you're going to be on time. <laughs> I'm going to be on time. The fact that I can answer that for you is terrible. <laughs> um <laughs> All right. What is my what's the last lie I told? Yeah, what's um, the last lie? Probably like, oh, I'm okay. Okay. That's everybody's That's lie. Absolutely. That I'm is fine. like fine. How are you? <laughs> if, if you could rank lies, that is number one. Like I just had a nervous breakdown two seconds ago, but I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> and in the back of your mind, I'm literally dying. Okay? Help, I'm please. suffering. <laughs> help. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Help me. Okay. Help me. <laughs> Nigga, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but you know people ain't go care. So why, why bother? Some people we will gotta care. lie on that one. Bro, Some people I ain't will about care. To just go. <laughs> I ain't about to just start. The caveat is: Is it your business? That's the main question. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I'm okay I, from you. Now, yeah. if I if I trust somebody, okay, then I'll share. Yeah. But if if I can't trust you, <laughs> for sure. No, thank you. Uh, uh-uh. uh, for sure. Has a lie ever, like, you got caught in, like, a really bad lie? Have I ever got caught in a really bad lie? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, when I was a kid. As a grown-up? I mean, yeah, as a kid, that that's a given. Yeah, but I'm trying to think, like, as a grown-up, a really bad lie, I really don't feel like I have. If I do, I really don't remember. I really don't remember. Mm. Let me see. If I got, yeah, I mean, I know I have. Absolutely. Because I usually don't like, I usually don't have anything to hide with anybody I'm, anybody I'm involved with. Like, I just don't feel like I have a lot to hide. Like, I'm such a basic, boring person. <laughs> like, basic, boring person. It's like, I be telling people that all the time, like, it's not much going on over here. Like, I don't, you know, like, people be having all these skeletons. Me, same. And Absolutely. I, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't have that much stuff not, going on over here. There's so not much going I'll on. Tell it all. Like, it's there's not, not that, much going on really in my life. <laughs> not much going on in my life at all. And that's a lie right there. Is it? It's a lot going on in my life. No, I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely a lot going on. In my life. <laughs> Absolutely. It's something every day. Yeah. But anyway. Absolutely. But yeah, that's our our cute little segment. Did you, did you answer it? Yeah, I'm okay. Oh. You, you said that. a big lie, though. You asked me a big oh, lie, so that means you got to answer. What me. is a, a big lie that I am? Um, I don't know if this was a lie, but I was dating this girl. I actually, no, we broke up. We broke up, and I was talking to another girl. Here's the thing. The girl and I live together. This one living in L.A. Oh. Um, Wait, the new girl or the old girl? Old girl. Okay. <laughs> but I was talking to somebody else, and this chick went through my phone. Went through my phone while I was in the shower. Yeah. That's how I go. That is how I go. <laughs> and apparently she was still in love and I was like, No. I don't I don't want that no more. Wow. Mm-mm. And so she went through my phone. You was a cheater. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. We I'm were judging. not together. <laughs> we Shut up. we were not together. Maybe in her head we were, but I showed enough remember but y'all saying together. And Oh my God. See. LA expensive. Sure. <laughs> Heck yeah, we was living together. 
Well, yeah, that's a big. But we ended up like being friends. I'm sure. You know. Yeah, got to end it there. Not friends. (laughs) If I see, say what's up, whatever. But yeah, that's what it is. But I was sure enough in the shower, and that girl came right in the bathroom. Why does it always happen like that? People look through phones. I don't know. When you get in the shower, like, what is the thing about that? I I don't know. I'm not going through your phone. PJ Morton. Have you ever went to somebody's phone? PJ, yeah, heck yeah. Um, Never. PJ Morton wrote a song that said, I don't want to go through your phone. Some things are better left unknown. I'd rather live in my daydream. Okay? Some things I just don't want to know. I don't want to know. Here's the crazy part. Every time somebody cheated on me, I I found out. I never yeah, like had I feel like go. it comes to light without you having to be yeah. sneaky about it. Like my thing is, I feel like I can read people well. So like I'm just gonna flat out ask you. Like if you do like suspicious things, I'm gonna call you out on it. I may wait until right. there's a pattern, yeah. and then I just be like, you know, a certain patterns. This is, this is, patterns would tell it. Yeah. yeah, patterns would tell it. I don't need to go through your phone, like you know, because sometimes it'll be stuff in there that's like it's not innocent, but it ain't like people are like people are human. They they do things they may not. It may it be like it may be stuff that you see that'll hurt you, but it's not like something that's like, oh, he's in love with somebody else, or right. you know, like maybe he did talk to somebody or whatever, and it wasn't mm. like that deep. Maybe it was just like, oh, I said hi and bye, but then I stopped, or you know, I've seen stuff like that happen, and that's why I don't go through phones because I know how I am. Like I listen, if I see something, it's over. I ain't gonna be able to unsee it, so I don't need to be going through nobody's phone. Like I'd be toxic afterwards. Like I'm gonna believe the worst about little things in there, so I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to be in nobody's phone. How I handled it, cause I just one, I'll play stupid for a little while. I will play something. <laughs> I will play so dumb. Man, and this, here's the thing, right? Here's what a, you mean? But but here's the thing, though. I she lied about it. I think like four months before I actually found out what happened. Oh. And I never, and just that gut feeling was just like, no, nigga, something's going on. Oh, no, this is you catching somebody else cheating on you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about you was playing dumb if somebody catch you cheating. No, 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 no. Oh, got you. Okay. And so, you know, I let it go. Yeah, but you got to play dumb. That, so small, that small voice was like, Mm-mm, just hold on. <laughs> like, it'll come to you. Sure enough, I was laying in her lap. And she was on her laptop. And Apple, you can get messages on your laptop. And she thought I was asleep. That message popped up. So you just going to act like ain't nothing happening? <laughs> hey, you got to. I ain't going to hold you if that happened to me. What? I would act like it didn't happen. Like, huh? so, so I sat up, looked at her, and I said, so you remember... That one time I asked you, and she was like, I'm trying to play dumb. She was <laughs> like, yeah. Tell me what happened. Right? Oh, Lord. Just to make sure the story still lines up with what you said last time. Right. Because that's one thing about lying. You got to lie to keep up with the lie and lie again to keep so up with So she lie. told the same lie, and I said, so what is this message I just saw? Oh, and it, have, it all went down from there. Of course it, it did. Went down. Of course. Mm. So yeah. Going through phones. It ain't listen, it ain't worth it for It ain't worth it, man. It ain't worth your It ain't worth it. If you're healthy, go ahead. Do what you do. Listen. Get your get your confirmation. It ain't <laughs> worth your peace. Now right. I caught somebody going through my phone and what? tried and lied to me. 
Like I saw them do it. Saw them. And she was like, um, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I was trying to put your phone on the charger. I don't even touch phones. <laughs> what? Listen, yeah. I don't want to see nothing. Listen, just don't do it. Even if you land like on me or something, we watching TV, you know, I can see your phone. I don't even look at it. Like, I don't be on I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to know. Do you, boo, because I'm going to find out. I don't want to know. I'm definitely going to find out. But all right. All right. Let's get started. This is a new, I, I named this segment something new because we usually don't have a name for it. It's gonna, we just going to call it, let's keep it real. Okay. What, what's this segment? Our, usual, our main subject. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's keep it real. Okay. Yeah, let's keep it real. You and this name and subjects. <laughs> I think you have an obsession with it. Um, this is for editing purposes, so <laughs> so I ain't got to... Listen, one thing about David going to do is <laughs> prepare himself. That way, Make I'm, it easier on himself. Work smarter, not harder, Dave. Thank you. Thank him. you. Talk to him. I know what I'm doing. I know you know what you're doing. That's you know? why I'm here. You know? For sure. All right. So we're talking about individuality today. Love mm-hmm. and individuality today. Why do I think this is important? I think it's important because I think just from observing people and observing experiences, we'll see people like get out of a relationship and then all of a sudden become their best self. But I feel like why we ain't doing that inside of the relationships? Like why is it so hard to be your best best self in your relationship, to be you know, to focus on your individuality and relationships. It seems like it's very common that people fail at that. Like, I lose myself. How many people say, How many people you hear say, I lose myself in relationships. I always lose myself. I lose myself. Well, how the heck do you lose yourself? You know, you should never lose yourself. You should never be with anyone that would make you lose yourself. But, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to do that, you know. At the end of the day, you are still held accountable for what you're supposed to do. So I'm not going to blame it on your partner either. Like, oh, I lost myself in that person because of them. It's like it's always because of you at the end of the day. So that's why I want to talk about it. Why do you think it's important, Dave? Because I know you Um, love this topic. (laughs) here's, Here's what I'll say. It is important, especially in the dating phase, because this is where I go wrong. For me, I I love deeply. Like, I fall. Hey. What'd I do? So aggressive. Oh, my God. It's no, far away. Um, like, this is. A- I know, but you hear it in the audio is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> Editing, people. You got to think post I can't drink, y'all. Production. I can't breathe. I can't drink. No, no, no. <laughs> Just set it down gently. It's Man, all if I'm I breathe saying. too loud, we're going to have a conversation about that. Actually, you pointed that out. You were sounding like the dude from Hey Arnold in the I microphone. I was. I'd never have milk again before I had whatever some, I had. I think it was Very. like, I don't know. You had some coffee with a lot of milk. Yeah, something. It caused your nose to yeah, just. I can't do dairy. No. <laughs> anyway, individuality. Yeah. Um, For me, I fall hard and I make the mistake of, I've made the mistake of like putting everything on hold and focusing on that person. Which, long term, is very, very, very dangerous. Because once I tap into who I am and I start going after the things I want to do, 
all of a sudden that time that I spent with you now has to be broken up into, okay, I got to focus on this. I got to focus on this. I got to focus on this because I ain't going to hold you. Don't know if you're going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. So I can't invest all of my time into you right? and lose myself because at the end of the day, I want to be happy Why do you too. think we do that though? Um, I mean, I might be jumping the gun a little bit. No. But yeah, like what? It's so, because I'm, I'm like literally the exact same way. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. why? You know, like, but I mean, I, like when you was talking, it made me think like, I think part of the reason I do it is usually there's issues that need to be resolved all the time. Like there's always something in a relationship. Like there's always, and maybe there shouldn't be, maybe that's a red flag. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But there's always something to talk about. There's always something to work out. There's always work to be done in the relationship. So sometimes I feel like I get lost in the work. I get lost in wanting things to work. I get lost in all the process and progress um, that I want to take in relationships. So I think it has something to do with the fact that if you grew up in like maybe a single parent household or you grew up in a household where things was always, things weren't always the greatest, you know? It was like your parents had their issues, visible issues, and you kind of suffered through that. Um, I think once you get in a relationship, you cling on to that thing because you want it to be so sure. Yeah. And you want it to be, in your mind, you want it to be forever. And you, you're you like, okay, I trust this person. I can't let this person go and all this other. So I think it's something that urgency, that's... urgency, like, of getting things right. right. Yeah. And so, like, when you find somebody who you like and likes you back and y'all start building this relationship, it's kind of like, ooh, I got something that feels good. Like, let me hold on to this as much as possible. And I don't want to mess it up. So right. let me do everything I can to make sure... That this thing lasts, in my head at least, forever. Right. Right? The danger side of that is you're not going to be the same person years from now. Right. So whoever you were when you got into this relationship, probably not going to want the same things some life experience will will make you shift life will look different for you probably you know right so it's you got to be careful to make sure you just don't lose yourself yeah while you're pursuing somebody else yeah that's where i messed up a lot because i'm an entrepreneur i have dreams i have goals and i put all that on hold to pursue this person and now and it Years from then, it messed up so much stuff to where it was just like, now I have to choose. It feels like I have to choose between my dreams and goals and this person. And this person feels like if I go after my dreams and goals, it takes away from them. Right. Which is, that's not true. Like, because if you really in it, my wins are your wins. Your wins are my wins. But what you can't do is make me feel guilty because I'm going after my dream and go. For sure. For sure. Um, what about you? Well, I was going to say, just to add to that, I think that 
it's interesting that we would um we'd we'd put everything aside for our partners um because we think that we're giving it our all right but on the flip side of that we're not really giving it our all because if i'm only focusing on this relationship i'm not giving my all of nothing right so that's the importance of this topic for me is your individuality is a part of you giving your partner your all um, because you're giving them all of you. If you're not focused on you, you're not all, you can't give all of you if you're not focused on all of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one revelation that I kind of had um, from my previous relationship is like, I, you know, I wasn't, you can't say I was fully committed and I was, you know, cause I used to preach out all the time. Like I give you everything and I give you this and I give you that and you, mm -hmm. you giving me half of you. Like really it was the opposite. He was chasing what he was chasing and he was trying to become the man that he wanted to be to better himself for him and for the relationship. And I was kind of like, no, the relationship, the relationship, the relationship way less on me. I feel like he was more so giving it his all and it kind of looked different, right? Because we're so used to all the toxic stuff. We're not used to healthy relationships where it's right. like, oh, you're working on yourself and that's a good thing. Like we will yeah. really have arguments with our partners about choosing between themselves and the relationship. And that's just so unfair and it's so yeah. backwards. You know what I'm saying? Because especially like in the beginning of a relationship, like I can see maybe, I don't know. I feel like it may not even matter whether it's the beginning of the relationship or the end because I feel like if, you do, if you're doing a new venture, if you're starting something new and it's something you're passionate about and it's something that you really identify with, you know, you really need it. You know what I'm saying? You have to feed it because that's a part of you. Um, you know, I feel like I kind of forgot where I was going with that. What was I talking about? I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> but I just feel like, again, I just feel like individuality is, is a part of giving, giving your all. It's well, a you, part of... You, you said something important where I, that I want to touch on real quick. Yeah. That you said he was focusing on things that was bettering himself for the relationship. And I, I don't know if he was looking at it like that, but... Right, right, right. It should have been looked at like that in my perspective anyway. I think we, we mess up. Ladies, let me help you out. <laughs> When a man, you either going to, you can't have a man who is always there all the time. Right. If that's the case, y'all going to be broke. <laughs> it's true. You know, and women, cause, cause we think you that want it's possible man, for you to do that and us still not be broke. <laughs> right. It's not. So if you, you want a man who's always there and always present and everything, Cool. You're going to have a man who ain't working as much. He can't be a provider, and that's what you want. It's not going to provide security, and that's what you want. But you want a man who always works and everything, but he's not going to spend that much time with you. Yeah. And in his mind, he's trying to find a way to make this work and that work. Because for a man, the worst thing is to be a success in this area and be a failure in this area or be a success in this area and be a failure in this area. For sure. So the internal battle for a man is trying to find a way where I can keep everybody cool. Now, there, there is sacrifices that are going to have to be made. And sometimes he's going to have to sacrifice a lot of time with you to make this thing happen. Right. 
you're going to either support him or you're going to get on his nerves. One or the other two. I probably do both. <laughs> or both. Yeah. But the thing I'm is, a work in progress. But, <laughs> and we all are. But the thing is, you can't have both worlds. Like, no. There's no way. Maybe at, maybe eventually. At some point. But yeah. if you're if you're in like your 20s, if you're in your 30s, that's grind time. Like, yeah. But the thing is, be along in this thing with me. Right. Like, and that's the thing, too. I feel like the only reason why it it doesn't work is so, like, if I'm always nagging you about being, like, not being present in the relationship because you're so focused on your individual success, mm-hmm. that, it to me, that kind of... Um, implies that I'm not focusing on my individual success. Um, because I feel like if you're focusing on that, I should have something I'm focusing on where I'm not really like, oh, you're not Ooh, present, you're not this, you're not... Yes. You know what I mean? Because yes. if I'm so present on the relationship where I'm not present, I think that this was the point I was trying to make earlier that kind of left me. Um, if I'm so focused on the relationship and I'm not focused on my individual success, that to me is what creates this, this issue. With uh, chasing individuality and making sure you stay rooted to who you are and going after what you want to go after. Um, if both of you aren't doing that, I think that's where the problems really come in. Yeah. Um, or, you know, one's more focused on a relationship, one's more focused on individuality. That doesn't work. So those are conversations. I feel like that's a great, like, this topic is like a great conversation for the, the dating part. Like how you started yeah. off. Like, this is Absolutely. a dating conversation. Like, Absolutely. how are you in relationships? What's your clinginess on a scale of one to ten? Okay, because somewhere past and the, five. And the thing is, like me, <laughs> it's cool to be clingy. Like that's fine. Just make sure it ain't like toxic clingy. Like, see, and we are gonna talk about that. Let's 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 hold off on that real quick. So Ooh, I just want to point out point out that uh, I like the definition of individuality because I feel like it implies that it's a, like still a part of a group. You mm-hmm. have to kind of be a part of a group to be an individual. So I think that's dope that the definition implies that. It says uh, a quality or the quality or character of a particular person or thing that distinguishes them from others or the sa- of the same kind, mm-hmm. especially when strongly marked. I don't know what especially when strongly marked mean. But I like how, it's, how it says distinguishes. Because I think a lot of people, um, we... So there's research out there that uh, fatherlessness kind of uh, makes makes us feel like we don't belong to something. Um, obviously, that's not going to be true for every single person, um, but I believe there's some there's some truth to truth to that. And you know, in our culture, that's a normal thing, unfortunately. Um, so I feel like sometimes it's a sense of belonging. It's a sense of I belong to this person. I have this teammate. I have this person that's my person and I think that's what kind of keeps you from your individuality because you're so right. you're so wrapped up on belonging to something yeah. um so yeah I thought the definition was dope because it's like at the end of the day individuality does mean that you belong it's just that you're you have your own and, individual and let me let me add this if you're ever in a relationship where you feel like you can't be yourself that's a red flag yo like I don't want you to feel like you have to like everything that I like. You have to do everything that I do. 
be a part of everything I'm a part of. No, you're not going to like everything that I do. And that's okay. That's what, that's what makes you an individual. Our differences are what makes us individuals. I don't want to date, marry anybody who's me. <laughs> no, thanks. If that's the case, I will walk down the aisle with a mirror <laughs> and marry myself. I don't, one of me is enough. Man, okay. All right. I don't, I don't. I already got my daughter and yeah, we don't need. One of me is enough. And it's like, Mm -mm. it's cool to be yourself. The reason why I fell in love with you is because you are you. I don't want you to be me. I don't want you to be anybody else. Because what you start doing, you start comparing yourself to your partner. Well, they're successful here. They're doing this. They dress like this. What's wrong with me? Lacking identity. Oh, that's it, so that just, crazy that, that just we lack means, identity. But that also means at some point you stopped getting to know yourself. Right. And before you date anybody, before you get serious about anybody, you should get to know yourself, date yourself. Know what you like, what we you don't like. We weren't taught this, though, so we had no idea. <laughs> we had no idea identity was something that required work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. We would look at identity like, oh, this is how I always been. This is how I grew up. This is how I am. This is how, like, identity isn't about intentional, intentional behavior. It's just about right. how how your life happened and what happened after you mm-hmm. after all these experiences. And if this is this is what came out. There's no intentional behavior behind your identity, um, which you know this all goes into individuality. This all goes into dating yourself. This is the work that we forget about. And the 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 best thing about being an individual, and this is how you know you're staying true to who you are is when you don't pigeonhole yourself or you don't trap yourself into who you are. Life will always make you grow. Changes will always happen. So you, who I am today may not be me 10 years from now. Right. And that's cool. Like that's okay. You I feel have like the to, process is never over. <laughs> no. You're Life always is like one ongoing process. You're never going to, <laughs> you're never going to get to a place where you feel like you've made it. Yeah. Cause what it was a huge red flag to me is I am who I am. Ain't nobody going to change okay. me, all this other stuff. And I'm like, Oh, okay, well you go be that over there. Cause it's like, I what's grow. wrong with bettering yourself, changing. It's like, it's so uncomfortable and it sucks. And you got to tell yourself that you're not that great. And that's probably why people don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Or you're not great at everything or, it just, that just means to me, you're running from something. Yeah. You're running from something that probably happened in your childhood in the past that is stopping you from wanting to grow. Or For you sure. feel like you get to a place where, man, everything is good. I'm, I feel secure in myself. But then what? Like, yeah. something's going to happen to where it, sh- it shifts your mind to go somewhere else. Yeah. And it will either allow you to grow or you backtrack. For sure. So I have wrote down a couple of things that I feel like, and I feel like we touched on them a, a little bit already or maybe a lot of bit. Um, a lot of, of bit. Why, <laughs> of why individuality is so important. Um, mm-hmm. Like what it brings, I feel like, to yourself, which obviously will spill over in a relationship. Um, but I said it brings value because if you like if you're working on your skills and I'm working on my skills, aren't we benefiting from each other's skills? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that's 100 percent. That's that's convincing enough for me. I like if I know that you you're in the, you know, you chasing your individuality and your identity and who you are. I know I'm going to benefit from that. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So who cares if I can't hug you and kiss you at that moment? Yeah, I'm probably going to care. I'm probably going to get on your nerves a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, I am going to I am starting to realize that it's important to understand how I'm going to benefit from you thriving, from your skills enhancing, from the things that come from your skills. Like, right. especially if I'm working on me, I'm definitely going. And that's and that's why it keeps going back to are you working on yourself? Is that the reason why you don't want your partner to work on you, work on them? Because you're not working on yourself, because Absolutely. if you're not working on yourself, you're not thinking about things, you know, you getting value. You're not you, thinking about that because you, you holding me back. Yeah. You. It's like if I'm working on my real estate career and you're working on this and it's going to what you're working on can help my real estate career. Go do it, please. Go, go. Absolutely. Don't come back. How, how long are you going to be gone? I think I think that's a good idea. This is supposed to be a, a team. We're supposed to be a For team. For sure. Like, and that's what makes the best team is having different skills that y'all both can benefit from. That's right. the best type of team. Because no, no person is going to bring everything to the table. Right. And they shouldn't. You but should be why, great at something. Right. Not good, not a little bit of good at a whole bunch of stuff. You need to be great at something. Yeah. I mean, that's my opinion. I, yeah. And and the thing is, even if you feel like you aren't great at something, put in the work put to in be the great work. at something. Put or like, like me, I don't feel like I'm I'm a jack of all trades. Like there's not one thing I've mastered. I will get there eventually. But I'm uh, a, back to differ. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Why but, do we do this to each other? <laughs> right. But I feel like for me, the reason I say that, there's always room to get better. For sure. Even if everybody's like, Dave, you so dope and everything. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, but this thing here. Like, right. I got to get better at this. I got to get better at that. Like, I'm on YouTube learning everything. and So there's for always sure. that internal battle for me where... It's, I don't want to say it's not good enough. It's just that, man, how can I make this thing better? Like this podcast, when I tell you, it keeps me up at night. <laughs> like, because my mind is always going like, how can we make this thing better? Absolutely. How can we make it bigger? Absolutely. Like, the, my entrepreneurial mind is ongoing. It's like, okay, the goal is, okay, we got the podcast, but Live hosting, cool. Would love Ooh. to do that. Like that's the next big thing, I see right? It. I see or like, it. so, or like we travel the country doing this thing, and you know, people we gather a community of people, and they Absolutely. all come see us, and we all just have one big party talking about life and growing. Finding our tribe. Like I was thinking right. about that the other day. Like I'm not worried about reaching everybody a whole bunch. I just want a tribe. You know, we just need a tribe, a tribe of people. Nah. We don't, I don't care about followers. I don't want followers. I want a community of people yeah. that just want to grow and challenge right. each that, other. And that's in what a I mean by tribe. Way. Like people that are like minded, like minded right. people. Yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the dopest thing. And they're all, and they all individuals, unique individuals. Like God made you you for a reason. If he needed the same person everywhere else, he would have made the same person. <laughs> and that's boring. So, right. The beautiful thing about it is everybody brings their own individual thing to the table. The beauty of it is we all can eat. There's space for everybody. There's so many different skills to obtain. Right. Like, you know, so for sure. For so sure. the next thing I have That's like is. That's your favorite, uh, favorite phrase. It is. For, for sure. sure. You know, because it's just. It's, t-shirt. I don't know. It's going on a T-shirt. Just so y'all know. Oh, Period. 
<laughs> Let's do it. Um, so I put it in on here opportunity for to collaborate. And I think we already kind of touched on that. Uh, your skills, if it's going to benefit me, then that's an opportunity to collaborate. And right. what I think is so dope about collaboration, um, you're kind of getting to know your partner in a different light. Like right. you're, you're learning. And I have on here, it kind of go- ties into this other thing. You're learning how to support. Mm-hmm. You're, um, you're learning how to be there for your partner. You know, you're learning different love languages and different aspects. So I think the opportunity to collaborate is pretty dope because it's like, it's not, I feel like it should enhance the things that's going on in your relationship. Like if you collaborate, let's just say you just collaborate on one thing, not really just a big business, but maybe just a business venture, a project. You know what I'm saying? Just being there for each other and practicing being there for each other. That's going to train. I feel like that should translate into the relationship too. Mm. Um, so I feel like learning support, learning, because I feel like everybody has different ways of supporting. Oh, yeah. um, but learning how your partner sees support is important. And maybe you wouldn't know that until you guys actually do something together and collaborate together. And you know what I mean? Um, after that, you'll kind of see like, okay, this is what, you know, he likes. He doesn't really like me to be like all in his ear, give him his space, but kind of help him with this little thing, help him with that, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, and this, I feel like that should translate into your relationship where absolutely. you're learning the support. I said this, I think two episodes ago, um, one of the top three things a man needs is support. The other two being respect and sex. But the one of the one of them is support. Right. And it's like uh, I think it was uh, Kadeem and Deval. Mm-hmm. We, we were watching their interview yeah. um, about their book that they came out with that I still need to read. Um, <laughs> Such a great book. Such a great but book. I believe he was saying he wants to act. He wants to become an actor. Yeah. And her response was, okay, what are we going to do? How we going to do that? How That's what she we going to do? And when I, propose right when I say <laughs> that is the biggest, most attractive that thing. That was their first to, date. Right. When I say that is the mo- one of the most attractive things to a man is when you're like, when you say things like, okay, cool. How are we going to accomplish this together? Right. What can I do for you? To help you get to that place, man. Okay. I'm telling you now, I would have got support down. Support system. I would have got down on one knee. <laughs> with a, well, you can start by marrying I, me. That's what you can do. <laughs> I would have proposed with a paper straw. They say that's one of a man's b- biggest decisions, you know. But for so. real, it's like your who you choose matters. Yeah. Who you choose absolutely matters, and you can't get mad at dating. You can't get mad. At the dating pool, you can't get mad at marriage because you chose wrong. Right. Absolutely. You not. chose that. That's what, you know, and that's what this show is all about to, for me. It's about just understanding that you are more accountable than you think. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, people can do you wrong, but did you let them? You probably did. I'm sure you did. That's probably why they did it, because you allowed it. Yeah. And a lot of times we allow it more than once and more than twice. And then we'd be like, ah, this damn they toxic. Uh, you're a little toxic too. <laughs> it's because you, you allowed like it. Now, there are, you need to focus on why you allow that stuff to happen. Though. Of course. Like, you need That's the to. That's the next part. Absolutely. You need to do some work on that end. But me, I've, I used to be that way. I've learned how to speak up. Because ain't no way you getting in the middle of me and my dreams and goals. Absolutely not. Will Smith. Said it perfectly. Everything comes second to the dream. Everything. Because there's no way 
especially if you can monetize your dreams and your goals. Mm-hmm. So now you're messing with the money. So it's like either you're going to be in this thing with me and we're going to tackle this thing together or you're in the way. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, so the next thing I got was I said it brings excitement because even this conversation is making me excited. Just thinking about going after what you want, like going after. Um, and because like I actually had a feeling about that. He's like, oh, everything comes second to the dream. That kind of got me a feeling because I feel like you should be able to treat because we talked about that in Love and Success, treat your relationship as in the same kind of, oh, I'm being disciplined or mm-hmm. being, per, you know, persevering and being determined to, you know. But at the same time, me knowing that I have my own career goals and things, that makes sense. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, and it doesn't have to mean all the time either. Like, you're going to come yeah. second to the dream, but second is to the dream is probably not that bad. <laughs> and also, being second to the dream isn't what people think it looks like. Right. It's like, honestly. Especially if I'm part of the dream. Yeah. Because that's how I feel, too. Like, I feel like, okay, that's your dream, but am I not your dream, too? Like, what am I doing if I don't make you feel like your career makes you feel? You know what I'm right. saying? What am I I'm not, you know, you should desire your partner like you desire your career. Absolutely like, it, that agree. feeling should be the same. That burning desire, that passion, it should be the same for real. Absolutely. So, I think that's a red flag if you're constantly coming second or you're constantly, you know what I'm saying? There should be a, a way I feel like where you can show like, okay, you are a success story for me too. You are a success goal for me too. So. Cause on, yeah. I believe, I truly believe I don't, there's no way someone like LeBron James gets this far in his career without his wife. And he said that all the time. Right. There's like no I way. wouldn't be nowhere. Kev I wouldn't, on, be, wouldn't be this at all. Kev on stage life. says the exact same thing. There's no way. There's no way. When you got that partner who is with you in it, like, be in the battle with me. Like, don't don't be opposite of me. Right. Be in this thing with me. Like, be on the battlefield with me. Yeah. That says more to a man than anything ever will. Exactly. For sure. For sure. And like I said... Learning how to support each other. You know what I'm saying? It goes, all of this ties together. Like, I love our conversations because we'll say one thing and then we'll say another thing. And they link, they link together. Like, it's like, if you put it all together, it makes so much sense. Like, um, so I did a little bit of research. As always. So I talked about the excitement thing. I guess, did we already touch on it? Where just how it's exciting, just learning and growing. Learning and growing is exciting for real. It should excite you. You were you feel in control, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So just imagine that, like even in your relationship, you feel in control. I think that's why um, learning and growing, being individual, learning that being individual is so exciting. So I did, again, did a little bit of research um, and it talked about how this is almost like the lack of individuality in relationships. I believe she said is uh, probably the biggest downfall in relationships. Like she was saying that this is how relationships, this is like the number one reasons why relationships fail is the lack of individuality. And she talked about the science behind it, um, how separate, separateness or separatism, whatever the word is. Don't ask me, I don't know. Yeah, separateness, okay, uh, how that increased desire. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. 
we do not think about this. I know I don't think about this in relationships, but I put here, I said, um, basically desire requires absence. That's so dope to think about because how, and that's the thing, like, especially women. Well, I don't know if it's just women, but I think that it's a very prevalent feeling with women, how we claim we don't feel wanted. We claim we don't feel as wanted as it was in the beginning. Like we always try to go back to the beginning. The desire in the beginning had, there was curiosity there. There was separateness. There was, um, you know, there was absence. And it's like, do we really, is it normal? I put in here, is it normal to have a strong desire for something you already have? Is it normal to have a strong desire for something you already have? I don't think so. You know, Unless, I feel like you, in order for you to strongly desire something, it needs to be. It needs to be fresh. Some type of absence. There needs to be some yeah. type of separateness. There needs to be some type of, because when you think about it, what they say, the things they, that I want in life right now that I want so badly, I don't got. Right. So that fire that we be looking for in our men or in our partners, it it it. And that's, and that's one thing with me. Like, I always go back to the beginning. Like, oh, he was like this in the beginning. Yeah, because he didn't have me yet. That's why he was like that. And you need to give each other space to miss each other. That's why they say yeah, that's what distance I mean. makes the, the heart desire, grow fonder, right? It, it, and desire requires absence. It requires separateness. And I've you, never thought about it like that. Ain't no way you're going to keep being around me. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm serious. No. Leave, leave me. And I'm honestly... It's so hard to say when you really love someone and right. you know. Like, I don't want to be around you, respectfully. And you know, <laughs> right. And especially when you know they're very sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, can you leave me alone? I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't have the mental capacity. I don't even have the, the energy to match you right now. And yeah. I know that's what you want. And I'm going to give you, I'm about to tell all my secrets right now. One of them. <laughs> that's how you know. I really don't want you around right now. I give you one word answers. <laughs> yep, I think you said this before. Oh my God. It's real and it's bad too. You know it's real bad when I give like inaudible words or just sounds. Mm. Hmm. Can we talk about this? Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't even open your mouth. Mm. <laughs> like this is what she was saying all this. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't mm. give eye contact. Like if I can't give you eye contact, if I don't give you eye contact, I'm not engaged. Like, I need to be, like, I feel like I'm not engaged in a conversation if I don't look at you at least once or if I don't have a follow-up question or, you know, whatever. Like, I have to, there, there's going to be some sense of engagement or, because I wouldn't say I'll give one word answers, but you could tell I'm not engaged in the conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm looking down at my phone while you're talking or something like I that. I do that same thing. Or I hit you with that infamous line, no, dang, that's crazy. If I hit you with that, I ain't heard a oh, word you said. absolutely. That mean I ain't hear, yeah, I ain't hear nothing you said. But I, I, we do that at work all day. I, oh, that's crazy. Can't hear nothing you right. saying. <laughs> I also have selective hearing, so. Oh, my God. You think I'm, you will think I'm engaged, and I ain't heard <laughs> a single thing. Yeah, nah. You will know when I'm not engaged, honey. It's, I, I'm not interested. Yeah. So, also, part of the research, uh, it says that curiosity is a part of desire as well. Um, so I think that's, that speaks to separateness, um, individuality, because your life isn't as predictable. I feel like, you know, you both follow in your dreams, you know, and I feel like 
you never know like what's going to happen or how are we going to surprise each other? How are we going to figure right. out a way to be together? Like, am I going to pop up at your job and let's do this? Let's do that. You know, you never know. I think it's the curiosity of just not knowing because I feel like especially, um, you know, for me and Dave, it's, it's an entrepreneurial journey right now. Right. And I feel like the one of the most exciting part about an entrepreneur journey is kind of like not knowing you're jumping off a cliff and just seeing where you land. Like that's what life is. Yeah. So I think that curiosity that comes from like, how is this going to end? Like, how is this going to be? Like what's going to happen? That unpredictableness, that's a part of desire. So I think that's important to note that when we're in our relationships and we're trying to, um, be wanted or feel more wanted, you probably should just, okay, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there, I'm going to mm-hmm. be more busy. And then maybe, you know, he might be a little more, uh-uh, bring and, her butt home. And, <laughs> and, and I, right. Because <laughs> with me, all it takes is probably two days is all I need. And then I'm like, like all right, right where you point. at? Bring, come on. Come on back home. <laughs> Yeah, it's just and we do the opposite. Uh, uh-uh, come here. We gotta be together. We need to. And let me tell you, and- I ain't gonna even hold you. I heard a comedian say this, and it's the most true thing I ever heard. With men, we want you. We want to be with you. We don't really. We just want you around. We don't. We ain't gotta talk. We ain't gotta say much. We just want you near. Like we, for me, was what works for me is like being. We ain't got to talk. We just in the room. That's enough for me. But I know it, it's not just about me because you gonna want to talk. I'm gonna be talking, and it's just gonna, it's just gonna be like in my head. I'm like, oh Jesus, I really don't want to talk right now. But I, I, it's it's a sacrifice I'm gonna give, and I'm gonna try to do my best, and I'm gonna try to engage. Yeah. But for men, it's just like. We want you around. Yeah. We we just don't want to hear you. <laughs> what? We don't. <laughs> See. We don't want to hear you all the time. We don't. And, I don't know why. I like and y'all. honestly, <laughs> it's funny. My mom has a funny story where, when I was a kid, she was like out with a friend, you know, at Finley Market, and I called her. I was like, "Where you at?" And she was like, "Um." You know, I'm just out grocery shopping, whatever. I was like, can you come home? My mom got home. I ain't talked to her for the rest of the day. Oh, my God. But I just wanted her around. Like, but that's me, though. Like, if you're around, I'm good. Just don't say much to why? me. Why? Why do you think that is? Like, what? what is that? What is that? Is that an introvert? Is that like an introvert trait? It's probably like an introvert <laughs> thing. I never thought about why, so I can't give like a direct answer. I just want you here. Because my friend, she'll say that all the time. Like, I want my friends to come over, but I don't want to talk to y'all. I just want to be on my phone. It's a real thing. Like, <laughs> like what is that? Like, I don't, I don't want to talk. I love I just interaction. I am a bartender. I thrive off interaction, honey. Like, interaction is the thing for me. Like, I tell uh, Dave that all the time. Like, you're an introvert. You, you're, like, I feel like silence and being alone, it gives you energy. Me, other people give me energy, you know? So, I feel like I love interactions. Now, don't get it twisted. I'll have times where it's shut off completely, and I do not want it. Um, but that's not a normal me. That's just me just getting in my a mode or a mood. But it does happen. Like, And also, it's like, for introverts, it's either I'm quiet or we do better in small settings, like one-on-one conversation. Yeah. That's where we thrive. But if it's like a group of y'all, 
Have at it. I'm going to sit here and sip my drink. So do you think that we should be um, intentional about space? And before you answer, just imagine, I don't know if this is possible, but you know me. I'm optimistic. Okay. You? In relationships. I I listen. I I think there's such thing as a perfect marriage. Don't do it. I do. Don't play with it. We talked about this already. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think you can (laughs) get everything you want um, in a relationship. But so imagine, okay, y'all both doing what y'all supposed to do individually. Mm -hmm. And y'all around each other pretty much every day. And it works. Do you think we should still be intentional about space? Yes. Why is that? Because you still need to give each other time to miss each other. Now, space can mean, like like I said... What if we, like, really miss each other even though we... Then that's fine if y'all really miss each other. But y'all not going to miss each other all... There's no way I so can miss you it's if not you're together all the time. Well, you wouldn't be together all the time. There's going to be time. But you got to work. You got to do this. You got to go out. Y'all both chasing y'all dreams. But y'all still kind of together all the time. So maybe it will be in a situation where, like, maybe y'all work together a little bit. Um... Maybe or like not if we completely if, work together, but y'all right. have y'all times, like maybe once a week, y'all have this thing that y'all do that don't got nothing to do with y'all relationship, you right. know, or um, y'all find a way to kind of see each other every day. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you're yeah. not really like, you're okay, well, because I think there's a difference between, well, I'm doing me, you doing you. We come together when we come together and being intentional about like, I'm going to make sure I'm away from you for 24 hours. No, 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 no. So should, that's what I'm saying when I say, should we be intentional? Like, okay, let's have some space from each other. Like, we around each other a little too much. Let's have some space. Even if you don't really feel like you're around each other too much. Um, and is it a deal breaker? If you feel like... If you feel like you got to be around me all the time? I guess maybe it's... Maybe I'm thinking more so, like, it's a natural thing that happened between the two of you. You never really had the conversation of... Uh, you know, we spend too much time together, but maybe y'all are spending, you know, every day together. Not all day, every day, well, but every day. I think I think time together should be intentional. So if we're gonna spend time together, what are we doing? If we just gonna sit here and watch TV, that's cool. I'm good with that. Are we gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about life? We're gonna talk about dreams and goals. Yeah. We're gonna go out to eat. What are we doing? As long as it's intentional. It gets real bad when you think that should be the norm yeah all the time yeah okay like that's it's kind of impossible it's kind of like and it probably varies from person to person but i don't know you know like i'm i'm starting to because you'll have your people that's like they're okay with that like they're they're the clingy couple and it works for them right or is it really is it really not the best thing even if it's working is it hindering something? You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess that's where I'm getting at. Like, should you be intentional about space? I'm I'm on a spectrum. Like, I feel like I'm not all the way yes, and I'm not all the way no. I kind of feel like, but I feel like I am leaning more towards yes. I think I, I feel like I'm leaning more towards that because it just gave me an idea of a, a man cave. You know, like women yes. want man caves for their men. Like, what is the point of that if you're not being intentional about space? A man cave is one thing that is a very big gesture of being intentional about space. And so, yeah, I think we for should. For me be personally, I'm intentional about my me time. Right. So we're going to have to have space in general. So, yes. Because that's just, as an introvert, that's where 
I thrive. Like, that's where I get my energy. I can muster up. And it's not even about anybody else. That's how I maneuver in life. It's just like, let me take some me time, regain some energy, let me rest, come back. It's on and pop. So where do you think, so I I guess I don't even need to ask the question, because this this brings up... uh, the man cave, the whole idea around the man cave, I think it's very interesting. One, because there's a dichotomy, right? There's this man cave. There's no talk about a woman cave, you know? And then there's this idea that, well, why. woman has the rest of the house. So yes. that's why there's a man cave, because women got everything else. Like, okay, ding, I guess. Ding, ding, but I think ding. there's, I want to dig a little deeper into a man cave. Where, Like, where do you think... The purpose for you individually, yes, I already know. We already talk about that all the time. You know, you get your energy with being on, by yourself. We mm-hmm. talked about, uh, I don't know if we talked about it on uh, any episode, but I know we talked about it before that there's a such thing as a mental man cave uh, where it doesn't necessarily have to be this room of all your you know, favorite things, but it's more so like I'm just in this space mentally and I just need, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be interacting. I don't want to interact. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do these things. I'm in a mental man cave, but you know, it's an interesting topic because it's like, what's the purpose of like, what do you, why, where do you think it came from man cave? And why don't women have that? Why don't, why is that not a social norm for women to have this cave? And it's more so a social norm for men to have this cave. Where do you think that came from? Y'all, I think y'all do have a cave. What is, what's, what's our, Cave. Wherever y'all want to be. Seriously. I just don't hear women say, oh, I just need this. I need this time away from my marriage. You know, you know, you know what, what else it is? What I, what I think it is? I think it's, it comes with the pressure of when a man walks out that door, the pressures of being a man, the pressures of the world, on being a man is so heavy like I'm already battling everything else when I walk out my house right when I come home two things I I want I want to be greeted by my wife and my kids and I want a space where I can just relax I can watch the game I can play the game shoot pool whatever is in my man cave have a drink and just woosa without being interrupted. Because I just was out all day today. Had the longest day. Okay. You know? And I just need a place. That makes sense. I need a place to decompress. So it can And that makes sense. Because there was a point in time where women weren't working, right? So uh, it makes sense that they'd want to, after a long day, or after dealing with America or dealing with the problems that comes with just being a man, just waking up in the morning, there's already problems, you know? And then on top of that, we have to realize too, as women or as wives, like the stressors and the pressure that comes with being a man, we are a part of that. You know what I'm saying? So a man cave in that sense makes sense. Um, Is there pressures being a woman? Absolutely. Is it the same as being a man? No. And even if it was, we can't expect each other to handle it the same. So it's 100% okay to have this idea that, okay, the world is too much. Even my marriage sometimes. Let me go to my cave. I'll be back, you know. And so also, I, I love how you uh I think also, too, if, if I got a group of guys, guy friends that want to come over and we just want to be guys, 
we want to talk about stuff that we don't want to talk about around women. We gonna go to the man cave. Yeah, one of my exes used to say that. Like, if my friend come over, you gotta go upstairs. Like, okay. But I, I feel like I don't, I don't know. Every I think man that's ain't a like little that. Stretch, but it's he kinda, just feels like give me. He just felt like give me my time with my friend. Like you just right here in, in the living room, just talking with us. Like for what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a little I, I don't want. Too. I don't want to be in a conversation with you and your friends. If I am, if I am in the room, like it's been times where I don't been in the room. Like you know, like I was, but. I felt like, like, why well, I'm going upstairs? Because this, this my house. This ain't his house. This my house. He, he inviting friends to my house. So right. <laughs> I want to chill in my living room. But I really wasn't even thinking like that because, you know, after a while in relationships, you get cool with the friends too. So, but at right. the same time. Um, and it's, it's really, I want to be able to talk with another man, have men talk without, without feeling like I have to filter, filter myself. Yeah. And like I said, even when I, I'm, if I'm just in the living room or y'all in the living room and I'm still in the living room and I don't go upstairs, I'm tuning y'all out. I'm probably on social media. I'm watching this show. I'm not even listening to what y'all saying. I may hear But the fact that you're around here. is just like. No, yeah, facts. Yeah. I'm just saying from my perspective, if you're I'm in okay the, with going upstairs because I really don't care because if you chime to have in a conversation wrong, with y'all. If you chime in on the wrong time, <laughs> then it's going to turn into a whole other thing. Let's just. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Just, you know, let us just have our moment. I've never been, I've never had an issue knowing my place as far as that goes. And like, I feel like even if I did get into conversations, I waited until I was spoken to. Um, you know, my, my opinion was asked or something like that. Like, like I said, like if I'm in the room, obviously I don't right. care to be in the room, but if I'm in the room, like I said, I'm tuning y'all out. I'm not listening to nothing y'all saying. I can care less about anything y'all talking about. It's none of my business. I'm not worried about what y'all talking about. Right. But it's been times where I done been in a room and they'd be like, so what you think? Or why women are like this? And, you know, that's the very, you know, that's up my alley. Like, let's talk about it. But I'm not going to, you know, oh, yeah, let's talk about this. No, I'm going to let y'all control the conversation. But, yes, for the most part, I'm going upstairs or, you know, I might, whatever. True. Get out the room. Give y'all y'all privacy for sure. So we talk about a woman cave. I don't know if women need a cave. I don't know. I feel like a part of me going to always, like, I don't know. I don't want my alone time, but I don't know if I'm going to always choose it over being with you. Like, I don't know. You're not, but. Probably not. Nah. No. And I don't know if I want to change that about myself. I'm still, you know, we're we going to see how You never how know till the, till the moment comes. Uh, so I remember I watched an interview a while back, and it just made me, I had wrote it down because it made me think about it. Uh, I think it was Tank who said this, and I don't know, you know, it's probably just his opinion, but I thought it kind of, I mean, I was able to relate to it. He had said something about uh, there is this theory that women stay attached no matter what, and men disconnect when they're apart from you. Um, I don't know if, it, do you think that's true? So, like, I go to work, he, your man go to work. He's at work, focused on work. He's probably not going to text you and ask if you ate yet. But a woman will be at work thinking about what she's going to cook for you. So she might ask you, like, oh, are you cool with fish yeah. tonight? But when, men don't do that. No. So what do you think about that? Um, that? Is that cool? We aren't that detailed, and we don't think that far into the details. <laughs> so um, I think it's very true um, because, like I said, women are very detailed. They are very, like in the, the the crux of everything. Like, they, they women can be in one place handling this. At the same time, they are 10 steps ahead 
yes. for the rest of the day. Men, we get up in the morning thinking men, about what we're gonna make for dinner for sure. With men, <laughs> we are here. <laughs> I will worry about this when I get there, and yeah. that will always be a thing. So I guess that's important to know. Like, if that is, if there is, you know. Um, if that's a real thing, obviously it's a real thing for Dave, but if that's really a real thing for most men, I think it's an important, very important thing to know with women, uh, understanding a man and understand how he, uh, reacts to things or how he, um, how he is in certain ways like that will helps you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, because I probably have an issue with that, but I had to check myself. Like, like I told myself, like, I don't want another me. But we also have to think about that when it comes to something like this. Because yeah. me, I'll start a whole argument. Like, why am I always thinking about you when you ain't ever thinking about me? That's but when true. you know that he disconnects, that's just how he's equipped. Then also, you're probably not going to start that argument, right? Also, it goes back to you need to give time to miss each other. Don't text me all day. <laughs> don't do it. Dang, don't, I'm going to text you all day. Don't, <laughs> don't text me all day. If I'm going to see you later... <laughs> I need to have something to talk about. But if I've already told you about my entire day because you've been texting me all day, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Why the sky is blue? No, thank you. No. We got to talk about why the sky is blue sometimes. Nope. No, we don't. If you want to know why the sky is blue. And then I'm going to leave you alone. And then you, I'm going to come back. You want to talk about why the sky is blue? Go on TikTok. <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody will tell you. Google oh, it. I'm going to send you the TikTok. And we're going to laugh about it. And you better text me back in a timely fashion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, These are jokes. I'm never. Listen, this is me learning. No, nah, okay? don't say don't the, say you never. Don't say you never will. Probably not never will. Right. Exactly. But I would be okay with being wrong if I do it and you like, you know, like check it. Like, okay, you know, don't do that. <laughs> Leave me alone for a second. I probably won't say don't. I, mean, hey. I probably won't say don't do that. I'll probably be like, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're going to get. <laughs> That's going to make it worse. Because I'm like, nah, what's wrong with you? Ain't nothing wrong. I don't care about it. That's gonna be. You see how that? See how all this turns into an argument? You see, not understanding and not, you know, not understanding that this is what happens. Or when I'll this probably happens. be like, <laughs> I'm telling on myself. <laughs> I'll probably be like, "LOL, hilarious," but I have not cracked a smile <laughs> at this thing. But I'm. <laughs> <laughs> we all do that, though. Oh. We all do that. You, I would never know if you it's cracked like a smile or the, not. It's like the sympathy, LOL. <laughs> it's like I really don't find this funny, but. Hilarious, haha! And I, in in real life, I am not laughing at all. <laughs> I am done. I am done. We've all done it to each other. Yes, we all do it. It be like that. Everybody don't anything else? Such a humor, absolutely. What you thought? It's only a little bit. Don't worry about it. We, so we on a good task. A little bit to you and a little bit to me. It's two different things. Uh, we doing good. We doing real good day. Um. Okay, so I seen this other video. About, cause these, you know, certain videos be good perspectives, and it be things that you don't think about. Like we was talking about that, like how my algorithm is changing. Like it's changing to all the, like the, you know, different kind of women. I'm hearing different things now. Like I'm not hearing the same things I used to hear. My algorithm is none of the sorts. Yeah, I'm like my algorithm is like custom to my personality and what I'm trying to do. It's crazy as heck, but you know that's the what the my whole algorithm. social dilemma uh, documentary is about. They literally study you. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, um, so I read a, uh, saw a video about a woman talking about how women are being, she feels like, women are being influenced to leave their marriages in the name of self-love and happiness. 
And she feels like That's deep. she feels like that uh, it's kind of like a scam type of thing to kind of get women to leave their marriages. Um, because I guess where I'm getting at, is there a such thing as too much individuality, too much self-love to the point where if there's a there's a portion of your life that is not serving you 100% is that is that really a sign to walk away or is it possible that we are so wrapped up in our individuality and loving ourselves so much and we all in the name of happiness and we're all trying to be happy and it's like our marriage is not as great as we want it to be so it's not serving us so we need to walk away do you think that this is a thing Do I think there's a such thing as too much self-love to where it where something is not serving you, not a hundred percent. So that's good enough. That's a good enough reason to walk away because it's not serving you one hundred percent. I'm trying to be one hundred percent happy. I'm trying. I'm self. I'm on my self-love. This ain't working. I'm gonna put it this way. I hate the phrase "I'm doing me." I'm doing me. Yeah. Why do you hate that phrase? If you doing you is you saying, I don't, I don't need these things or I don't need people or I don't need, if it's all about you, I disagree with that. Absolutely. And so do I think you can love yourself too much? No. However, I think you can use that as an excuse to walk away from things that benefit you when conflict shows up. So, I mean, if something doesn't benefit me. I like that answer. If something doesn't benefit me, one, it depends on what the something is. That was a lot better. Thank you. Um, I'm so glad you read me. Because <laughs> I show You surprise me every time. And I don't know why you surprise me because you literally always do it. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. I'm observant, but it's okay. It's annoying. Um, you'll be okay. Not really. Talk <laughs> um, about I'll be okay. But one thing, yeah, I just don't agree with the whole, that's what I was saying. If something doesn't benefit me or feed me, one, it depends on what the something is. Two, I need to ask myself, what is it about this thing that's not benefiting me and why am I still in it? Yeah. So, because when I hear the word benefit me, does it feed me to want to keep pursuing this thing? I guess what my perspective is, and like kind of like what her perspective is, who kind of wasn't my perspective, her perspective, but I felt like it was a good perspective. She feels like this whole idea of, well, marriage is supposed to make me happy, and marriage is supposed to make me happy, and a person is supposed to 100% serve me. She says she doesn't feel like that's what marriage was for. Um, like, it doesn't, it shouldn't, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be this amount of pressure on your marriage to bring this love and happiness I guess all the time or because I feel like you know I think that's that's that was the point of the video because it was kind of like oh you're now self-love and what's crazy is individuality is like uh it's a hit right now it's a trending topic everybody's self-loved each each other everybody's individuals you said something I want to hit on 
um, she said, like, my spouse is supposed to keep me happy and make me happy 100% of the time. I'm about to say something very controversial. Your spouse is not responsible for your happiness. Absolutely not. I don't think um, that your spouse is supposed to make you happy anytime. I'm, I'm I'm you say, are supposed to do that. I'm going to say why. Before that person came into the picture, you were already happy in some type of sort. Right. When you come into my life, people and things either add happiness or take it away. Here's the thing, though. If you leave my life, I'm still... It's going to sting. It's going to hurt. I'll probably be sad for a little while. But you ain't the only thing that make me happy. Right. I was happy before you got here. I'll find happiness again when you leave. Right. So to put that pressure on somebody that you're supposed to keep me happy, no, not all the time. For sure. Because what's going to happen when you're mad at me? I don't think it's it's ever their responsibility. I think that... I think that it happens because the other person wants it to happen like and they should want it to happen. But I don't feel like it's a requirement because I'm going to be happy regardless. That's the goal. Right. But I do feel like if I speak on something that makes me happy and you don't do it, it may not be a deal breaker, but. I would want my partner to consider things that make me smile. And Absolutely. Me, you know, whatever. But at the same time, do I think that it's a deal breaker to be so full of, oh, I'm, 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 because we do that, I feel like, especially as women all the time, and there's so, there's so many clips I come across or videos or podcasts where they talk about this, where women will write a man off over one, two, and three, but, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 on point. It's like, are we being influenced as women to be this independent self-love? I got this. I'm good. And if a man not serving me, if he's not giving me everything, it's not going to work. And I'm not. Therapy. I'm not with that. (laughs) I don't feel like relationships are supposed to be fulfilling all the time that's almost saying like no. humans are not going to be human in like <laughs> people are going to people so nothing nothing in this world is going to consistently fulfill you yeah all the time. exactly nothing nothing so but, and i liked your answer where you said i don't think there's a such thing as loving yourself too much but i think it is a such thing as using it incorrectly when yeah. it, when you apply it to your life like yeah. we may you know and we'll do that we'll you will give an inch and take a mile boy like we, we just shooting with this self-love we just shooting with this independence we just shooting with this individuality and we forgetting that we need people and we talked about this already and you my know? and my thing is this you there is there's probably something missing you're probably trying to fill a void if you feel like somebody else is responsible or is the source of your happiness. Of course. Like don't, don't make, cause I'm going to fail you every time. Like I'm not going to hit the mark every time. Nobody does. So you don't put, even hit the mark on your own self. Like right. what? <laughs> you, you don't even yourself every day. <laughs> you don't even make you happy all the time. So how am I going? Every time no. you oversleep for the gym, you don't make, you don't piss yourself off, but you mad at your spouse for forgetting to text you or forgetting to, you don't forget to do all types of things. That's going to benefit you. Therapy <laughs> is all I can say. Absolutely. So 
I have this definition of clinginess because I think it's a, it's like What's a very eye opening definition, right? What is it? It's an act of resisting separation by holding tight or grasping onto something. That to me, um, and then look, listen to this uh, relationship. It's clinginess in a relationship definition. One partner is exhibiting behavior that is needy, suffocating, dependent, obsessive, or jealous, often resulting from a negative self-image. <laughs> so well, I just said that to say, there you go. is clinginess okay or is it toxic? Well, there you go. We, that's the end of the podcast. We can end it on that definition. Um, thank you for joining us. No, no, no we are not. <laughs> Listen, we got a couple more. We got a couple more uh, sentences, and we might be doing. We really, we are going to end on this note though, because I do want to talk about is clinginess negative, or could it be okay? Um, I because to... I look at that definition, I'm like, dang, I guess that it. I don't know. I like the first definition, grasping onto something. Like even that has a negative no. connotation to it. My favorite part is the other one. <laughs> the end of the other one. Uh, where... Often resulting from negative self-image, right? Yes. Because why are you holding so on to something? Because you are afraid of something That means you're not holding on to you, yeah. You know, you so... Are, uh, it's based on fear. That's what it is. You are afraid Brandon, uh, of Being something. afraid to stand alone. Like, oh, I wanna, I need this person. I need this person. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on. But it's like, if you constantly holding on, when are you ever going to be with and yourself? And the scariest person to be with is somebody who don't know how to be by themselves. So oh, clinginess is negative. It's clinginess so, is not a good relationship characteristic. It's so scary to be with somebody who just doesn't know how to be by themselves because you will become their entire world and they will become so clingy to the point where all you want to do is push them away. I used to have coworkers that will be like, if she a 10, she can be clingy. But if she anything less than like a seven, she, she ain't allowed to be clingy. <laughs> like what? Wow. <laughs> He's like, only super pretty girls can be clingy. No, not That's even hilarious. that. <laughs> You're going to get on not. that That's person's nerves. No, for sure. I don't care how fine you are. <laughs> I don't care how much money you make. You don't think it's a little easier to deal with a clingy person that's super beautiful? No. No. Whatever, Dave. Because at some point. Just until you find her. Then you'd be like, oh. No. At some point. Without at some point, all of that is going to fade. And the real you is going to show up once all that pretty. I'm past all the pretty and all the fineness. When you open your mouth and I look around and I turn my head and you still there, everywhere I walk, you got to go. <laughs> no. Get away. Bye. What's that called? A passenger princess. Passenger seat princess. I, every, we love it. I don't know. We want to just be in your, we want to live in your skin. I talked about this. Don't live in my skin. We live in live yours. in your skin. Uh, a healthy woman is going to know. I feel like a healthy woman wants to live in your skin, but she know that she can't, you know, but we still do. That's it. But my thing that. is, you know that obsessive. you we are obsessive. You know you can't, and you still try to be. That's don't still try new, to be. You just have that desire, knowing it's not gonna happen. And you know? be, but you need to be okay with that. Yeah, that's what I mean. You okay with it? You know, you're you've accepted that it's not gonna happen. You accept. Well, keep it that on it's accepting okay. it every day. <laughs> every you, day. You're not gonna get on my nerves. Oh my god! See, that's, I knew this topic was gonna get you get your blood pumping. You, you, the clinginess just you just don't. You be ready to fight. Yes. 
Um, I just, I say a lot of people are promoting this because they are, you know, we, I, every other TikTok is, he ain't text me back in 2.5 seconds. It's a rap form. You know, well, we, we bye. need text, met, uh, text back in the next two seconds. Bye bye. <laughs> red, I, I know I have red flag next to that. Yeah. Big red if you want to go because of that, bye <laughs> bye. If she reposting that, those TikToks, yeah. If you want to leave for that, bye bye. <laughs> Do you think it's more prevalent in men or women? Clinginess. Obsessive, jealous, both suffocating, needy. Both. You think men we, are, and women are both? If you have an identity issue, that is not gender specific. If you have identity issues, yes. Both. I think so too. I want to say more in women, but I think it's just more no, like women are more honest about it. There are I feel like two, men are not, don't talk about being clingy. Women talk there more are about many, many a stories, both men and women alike, where that heifer or that nigga was crazy and was obsessed with you, couldn't live without you. And we all see in the movies, somebody's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dead. That's what, that what happened. <laughs> Name a movie. I'm trying to think. I don't think I don't, I don't remember. You ever seen Fatal Attraction? No, I've never seen it. Oh my I god! Watch it, huh? That white woman was nuts. It's all good though. Yeah, I don't remember that. But uh, we, I, we talked about already, like what creates this lack of com- confidence, looking to fill a void, looking for things they don't have in themselves. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the point of the whole conversation is. Clinginess is not that great of a thing. And people promoting that. We can't fall for the whole, you know, I need my man to be around me all the time. I need him to be obsessed with me and all that. Those are not healthy things, okay? No, no, it's more healthy not. to follow your own dreams, follow your own happiness, but also, you know, make sure, um, I don't know. Help me out, Dave. Make sure... Make sure you you're just not, work on yourself. You're just working on yourself and you're not putting so much pressure, I guess, on the relationship to be super, you know, making you happy too. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, let's not walk away from good people because they're not serving you 100%. Because, again, you need to be, you can't walk away from yourself and you do that to yourself all the time. So, let's, yeah. let's, let's be more individuals. Let's be more individuals. Let's be more individuals. This is a good conversation. Great conversation. All right, our next segment is called Did That Really Happen? Real quick story, because people are crazy. (laughs) Um, A woman on a flight leaving Texas coming to Ohio says Jesus told her to open the exit door while the plane was still in the air. Was this a woman from the Caucasus Mountains? What? Yes. Yes, white woman. <laughs> From the Caucasus Mountains. It said, uh, plane leaving uh, Houston Airport Saturday. Uh, this was November of last year. A woman tried to open the exit door mid-flight and bit a passenger who tried to stop her, according to Houston authorities. And what, like, what happened when she opened the door? Well, they didn't let her open the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, people like tackled her to the ground. And tied. Mm. Was she schizophrenic? <laughs> hog tied her to, <laughs> and taped her mouth shut. She sounds schizophrenic, unfortunately. How would how would you handle that situation? What do you mean? Like as as who? Who am if I? If you were on the plane, like and you were witnessing, I'd be ready to fight her. She better be mentally disabled. Yeah, because like what? 
Listen, I don't believe you almost like what? Don't come I don't. Like I don't believe in. I don't um, like. I I like flying, but I be scared sometimes. Like the little turbulence. Like I be ready to cry. Like I don't. So don't play with me. Like don't also, play with me like that. Y'all stop blaming stuff on Jesus. Okay, like he leave him out of tell this. you to do squat. <laughs> Okay. Leave. I say that all the time. Like, can you please leave God out of this? God ain't got nothing, <laughs> he has nothing to, do to do with half the things with that your we do. crazy self. <laughs> Jesus told me to. But open. that's why I said I asked if she's schizophrenic because people schizophrenic. That's a did sign he tell of you to fly too? Is that what it was? There's y'all leave. People have voices in their head and they think Jesus it's God. had nothing to do with Talk that. about therapy, honey. Oh, that <laughs> when I tell you that irks my nerves. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Somebody that. tried to. It was years ago. A woman tried to tell me the Lord said she was my wife. Bye. <laughs> he ain't told me that. No, thank you. Shut up. Have a good day. He ain't told me that. I was not at the meeting. <laughs> I talked to him every day, and he didn't tell me one single. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, uh, so sorry to. Yeah, leave God out of y'all, y'all BS, please. No, he ain't got nothing to do with he that. Has nothing to do with it. Not at all. Stop it. Okay. But let us know how you will handle the situation in the comments. Thank y'all for joining us on Naw But Fold. Real, we'll see you next time. Naw But For Real. Tell me how I feel. We on the fire. Tell me what's the deal.